check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Hello, good afternoon, everybody. It's Ronnie B, Pro One Seven Podcast Live. <clears throat> also, Cali Conservative Podcast on all your audio-only streaming platforms. Thanks anybody that's watching this live or if you're watching us on the replay. In either case, please make sure to hit that thumbs up button. Please like the video. Please share the video. Please hit the notification bell for future um, alerts and notifications so that you can catch it live so we can uh, talk to one another and interact with one another. Everybody's doing great. I'm doing swell. Just had a bunch of Taco Bell Burrito Supreme, but I ain't going <laughs> to bore you guys with that. I'm feeling kind of sluggish right now, but let's see if we can get through with this uh this this broadcast today a uh, couple things that i want to talk about uh if you haven't caught the video yesterday that i did the deep dive on the ukraine russia incidents that are going on right now as horrible as it is uh i don't wish death for anybody i hope we can get this to a resolution soon i hope somebody could do something but without united states troops getting involved that would be great i don't want to see that happen but if you haven't had a chance, please go back and check that show out. It's uh, uh, about that's about 45, 50 minutes, uh, very in-depth on the reasonings behind uh, what's really going on there that they're not telling you in the mainstream news media. So I think you'll enjoy that. But today I want to talk about the, the State of the Union address by your boy, Sleepy Joe Biden. Uh, it was uh, interesting to say the least. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm going to get into some detail about it, but I'm not going to spend too much time because I'm pretty sure you guys have probably heard what was going on there already. I at least heard some of the, the main points, but I'm going to touch on here just for, for my pro one seven posterity. Uh, I also want to talk about base Ron DeSantis, man. He is uh, going viral again in regard to the masking and stuff and the legislation he's put in. So I'm going to talk about that. You know, I'm always down to talk about Teflon Ron. I also want to talk about an unexpected hero. I think this video was also going viral. I think it was in Mexico about an attempted kidnapping that got foiled by this young lady. So that was that was amazing. Uh, so I, I definitely had to spend a few minutes on that topic and show you guys the video. It was incredible. <clears throat> and then if I'd have time, I want to spend uh, a little bit of time on the Canadian hypocrisy that's going on with the protest over there right now. All of a sudden, they can protest in regard to the Ukraine situation, but just a week or two ago, we had them saying that uh, truckers and, and, and whatever against the, the mandates of the Canadian government are not allowed to protest. And they had to clear them out and putting people in jail and, and uh, emptying bank accounts and what have you. So if we have time, we'll get into that. So thank you for watching the Pro 17 podcast. Once again, I really appreciate the love. Please check out Pro17.com slash merch. Let's get into it. So, <clears throat> um. State of a Union dress. Where do we start here? Uh, if you watched the video or if you watched a live stream of the State of the Union address, several things you should have saw right away and noticed right away, which a lot of us did. The first thing was is that nobody was wearing masks, and if you and if you noticed, uh, Nancy Pelosi had made a a a ruling or whatever that nobody was going to be able or need to necessarily have a mask on on the State of the Union address. They all of a sudden eliminated the mask requirements now in Congress the day before the State of the Union address. Hmm, why, why would they do that, Ron? Well, first of all, I mean, obviously, they, they look at the polls. These politicians, they base their policy and stuff off polling. 
and they see that the American people are over COVID. We're tired of the nonsense. We're tired of the, the vaccine mandate restrictions, tired of the masking restrictions. And, you know, D.C. is a big, you know, uh, a big blue city state or whatever, if you want to call it a state, but it's not technically a state, but <clears throat> it's very liberal in the legislation that they pushed there. And so that was a whole part of the Democrat agenda was this whole COVID thing and you having to wear masks and all that. So so, so conveniently, they don't have to wear masks uh, that day on the State of the Union address. But if you look here on this picture that I got up here for you, so this was, look at the screen here. So on the left, Joe Biden on Monday was wearing a mask, walking across the field by himself. Uh, he wasn't answering questions. He was kind of avoiding people here. And then uh, the State of the Union address less than 24 hours later, or maybe about 24 hours later, Joe Biden is there, uh, not social distancing at all, as you can see here. <laughs> He's uh, pretty much anti-social distance, anti-mask. Everybody's up in his face. And if you saw the actual, um, if you're watching the, the live feed, it was like that all over the place. Everybody's just hugged up, holding up, breathing on each other. But then they still kind of sat social distancing, which was kind of ridiculous in a sense too. But yeah, so that was the first thing that I noticed. And then, he goes into the speech, and then I was watching it on Steven Crowder's live stream, which is, was pretty funny. They, they talk a little bit too much. They talk over the speech too much, but, you know, he's trying to get his points in. But the reason why I'm bringing them up, it was kind of funny that they had a drinking game that any time that, that Joe Biden would stutter, you'd have to take a shot or a drink of beer or whatever the, your drink of choice was. Now, <laughs> two minutes into the two minutes into the State of the Union address, man, people were faded already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he had already stuttered like 15 times in the first two minutes or whatever. There was a, a, a drinking when you had to, I guess when he said something about COVID or when he said something about um, build back better, uh, something about the vaccine and stuff. So anyway, by the time it got to the end, I think there was something like 30 shots done between the stumbling and bumbling and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. But as far as the topics that Joe Biden talked on, it's just an illustration of how much hypocrisy comes from the Democrat left. It's just, it's just amazing when they look at the polling data and they see how the American people aren't in agreement with all this ridiculous stuff that they're doing, that now they're going to pivot. And he sounded like a Republican. He basically plagiarized Donald Trump's speech from his state of the union. It was like, we're going to bring jobs back and, and we're going to start pouring steel again in Pennsylvania. What? We we need to we need to secure the borders. Uh, what do you say? Uh, the, the the COVID masking and stuff. We need to like you know we defeat COVID and stuff like that. And it's like, bro, you know, like we already know what 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 you are. They're trying to save face for these midterms that are coming up. And again, that's why they couldn't have the the everybody in there wearing masks at the State of the Union, knowing that everybody's over it because everybody would have been at the house, like rolling their eyes. Like, Oh my God, why is he wearing a mask? Just like they did in that picture that I just showed you when he was walking across the white house lawn with a, with a big mask on his face all alone outside, <laughs> you know? So, you know, he, he was full of hypocrisy. He stumbled and bumbled. Uh, one point off the top of my head that I remember that was pretty, pretty chilling actually was when he started talking about the uh, people coming home and, and with flag drapes coffins. And then Lauren Boebert comes out and says, yeah, there's 13 of them, you know, cause he didn't really have an opportunity. He didn't really talk about the 13 dead in Afghanistan. And see, that's the thing. The Democrats always lie by omission, just like the mainstream media that covers them. It's the right arm mouthpiece of the Democrat party. So they were saying stuff like 
things uh again generic you know platitudes of 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 what America should be. So you didn't really learn anything. They're gonna get mollywopped in the midterms if 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 we can get the election integrity on point. You know, but they didn't talk about Afghanistan. They didn't talk about the 13 dead soldiers that happened there. Um they uh, uh didn't talk about I mean they they obviously talked about the Russia Ukraine situation over here. He got a standing ovation in the first 15 seconds or whatever with with him saying hey we're gonna fight against tyrants and stuff like that and everybody stood up and applauded and all that. But, you know, you're talking about all these sanctions, which aren't doing anything uh, to Putin. You know, he, he could give a damn about your sanctions. And everybody knows that the way to handle this situation, if you want to really stop it, is you just stop getting oil from this dude and you open up our United States, um, your United States oil industry that you closed down on the first day in office with your executive orders. Keystone Pipeline, yada, 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 all the fracking, all that stuff. If this is a wartime situation, uh, bad news for you, buddy. Like our jets, F-22s and these tanks and stuff like that, they don't run on windmill electric gas, bro. Electric power, okay? They don't run on batteries. They run on gas, fuel, okay? So if you're thinking about anything like that, and especially if you want to help the allies and stuff, we need to get back to energy independence and 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 making money in that respect and sending it to our allies and you won't be having this issue you know, with, with, uh, the Putin thing. So the whole thing is really hypocritical. These globalist elites, who knows what they're really doing behind the scenes. It seems like you're against Putin, but you're with them. You're kind of with Ukraine, but you're against them. Uh, you know, all these other things. So it, it was pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> I want to bring up this one first little clip here with, uh, Joe Biden. And again, they, they were using the, the Republican talking points because they know that their policy is garbage. It's straight trash. And they had the nerve. He said that we shouldn't be defunding the police. We should be funding the police. <laughs> Bro, they were, they've been saying that since the beginning, since the George, George Floyd situation back in March or whenever that happened in 2020, defund the police. And I had a seven minute clip that they put up from the GOP.com about that. Uh, of, it's just seven minute straights of all these, these leftist Democrats, uh, AOC and all them, and uh, saying, oh, we need to, to, to defund the police, Ilhan Omar. But uh, I got a clip here from Dave Rubin because he had one that has both clips in one, uh, and it kind of sums it up in a shorter thing, so I'm just going to use his video. So check this out. This is, this is the uh, hypocrisy we deal with with the Biden administration. The answer is not to defund the police. Right. It's to fund the police. Fund them. Standing ovation. What? That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny because I remember. So we've been talking about defunding the police. That perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So there you go. Hypocrisy knows no bounds with the Democrat left, man. They just about power. They're about messaging. They're about marketing. They're not really about results. They don't do anything that ever helps the American people, to be honest with you. They want to help their own pockets, pad their own pockets. That's what they do. And again, the, Re the Republicans aren't much better, but at least they are kind of more on the straight and narrow. I mean, they're kind of feckless. But in regard to this Russian Ukraine thing, I'm not really feeling these Republicans either, man. They're, they're all... 
pushing this uniparty message and they're trying to get us into this war, man. And I'm not, I'm not having that. I'm not with that. I do not support that at one uh, minuscule iota. So uh, I have another video. I have some more stuff just to wrap up on the state of the union thing before I move on. That was uh, pretty funny. So I got a lot of comedy type stuff here that I want to touch on today. Let's look at this other slide here. Uh, from Kamala Harris. <laughs> this is a quote that she said before the State of the Union address. This is what you guys elected. This is what you put in office. This woman is ridiculous. Affirmative hack, affirmative action hire. She doesn't exude vice presidency at all. She is a clown. So they asked her about the, the Ukraine-Russia situation, and here's what she said. Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine, so that's basically wrong. <laughs> Woo, that's uh, that, that's your BP. Hills up, Harris. Uh, what else do I got? I got some other stuff here that I wanted to play for you guys just to, to, to kind of clown on him. It's almost like a little mini clown world episode that I'm doing in regard to the state of the union. Cause what else can you say about him? Um, oh yeah, this is, this is, uh, since we're on Kamala Harris, let's look at this video. Now, Joe Biden started off. This was one of the first gaps that he made and stuttered and stuff in, in the beginning of the video. So he's talking about how he wants to help the ukrainians <laughs> but he ends up coming out of his mouth uraniums <laughs> okay that, that's joe biden that's your man president joe biden uraniums uh here's the clip and, and when you when you watch the clip look at kabbalah harris in the back okay she's gonna mouth the word ukrainians because she knows he messed up and she just gets so uncomfortable it's like super cringe she's cringing for joe biden when when she hears the way he's speaking and stuff. I mean, my wife said like, she's probably praying to get up out of that position. She probably like, you know, how to do it politically and to get some money. And, you know, she was basically installed there to be the, uh, the quote unquote woman of color as vice president, but it hasn't brought any results at all, except for the fact that maybe nobody will ever want to do any harm to Joe Biden. Because if you do, that's the person that's going to be the president of the United States. And she's way worse than Joe Biden at this point. So let's look at uh, let's look at this video and watch Kamala. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never he'll never extinguish their love of freedom, <laughs> and he will never never weaken the resolve of the free world. Uh, let's watch it again one more time. Putin one more may time. Circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Uraniums. He'll never he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. <laughs> And he will never, never weaken the resolve of the free. Oh man, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we got in in, in office. And it's funny because the mainstream media news, the leftist news, CNN were like, "Oh my gosh, that was the greatest speech, and uh, he's done a great job, and he had a lot of energy, and he hit a lot of good points." Man, come on, man. Come on, man. So I have some other video here I'll play for you. This was a 
uh, a big gaffe by Joe Biden. I want you to see if you can understand what he's saying here. He's talking to, he starts to talk about the wall and then he gets sidetracked and starts talking about the vaccine and uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, watch this. We won't stop. <clears throat> because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread. What? 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 Here, let's watch it again. One more time. I, I kind of cut that off early. Hang on. Uh, explain what he's saying here. We won't stop. <clears throat> because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop <laughs> the spread of these diseases. Joe Biden. Ride with Biden. Y'all still ride with Biden? So if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> yeah, you ain't black. Are you black people? I know you got buyer's remorse. There's all kind of polls talking about how black people are off this uh, Biden bandwagon. 2022, get out there, man. Midterms, don't take it for granted. All right, we got a lot of work to be done here still. Um, and then it was funny too, because Jen Psaki was on CNN too, talking about the whole Ukraine thing in regard to Joe Biden. And she kind of slips too, because in this video clip, I'm going to show you right here. She's going to be saying how, uh, that it only happened in this attack with Russia and Ukraine only happened under her watch twice when it was Obama and Joe Biden's administration. Oh, oh, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't have these problems with Trump, did you? And then she kind of almost slips and says like something about the president. And she corrects herself really quick. Watch, watch for yourself. Around him. You know, I was at the State Department. The president was the vice president the last time Russia invaded Ukraine. This is a pattern of horror from this president, from President Putin oh, oh. and from the cronies around him. It's a pattern of horror from this president. But it only happened when when uh, the other two guys were in office. So I think the American people are hopefully smart enough. I mean, I really don't know if they are to 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 vote, you know, red in this midterm because they're trying to like get your mind off all the stuff that they did the last year with the with the Covivi stuff and the lockdowns and destroying lives and the child suicides and all these things. People having to die alone in hospitals and these and these stupid regulations and the inflation and the gas prices and on and on and on. I can go on and continue to list these things. So I hope most of you people that are not brainwashed will understand this come November. It's going to be here in a snap of a finger. So make sure that you make the right decision and get out of the, the, the Democrat lies and the marketing that they push because it's a bunch of bull crap. So make your voices heard come these midterms in November, right? Uh, next thing I want to talk about here, you got to talk about my man, Ron DeSantis. Like my son Miles says, it's time. Ron DeSantis is the man, dude. I mean, honestly, I like Trump, man, but I, I, I kind of wish that they didn't have to have go against each other. You know, I wish that like we can just have Ron DeSantis in there in 2024, because if Trump runs, which he pretty much said that he was going to do, then, you know, he's kind of like. SOL, you know what I mean? Um, but but he's back in the news. He's back trending again on Twitter and, on, and and elsewhere because he was at the University of South Florida 
And all the mandates now have been lifted for these masking restrictions. And in Florida, they never had any masking restrictions. Okay. Ron DeSantis was one of the freest states, never closed down the economy, never shut down the schools. You know, he's always been based. You know, he's a super alpha. And that's why him and Trump are the two front runners. And, uh, but I have this video here from Ron DeSantis where he's going to talk about some various different topics on this press conference that he's doing. But as he walks up, he kind of like tells the kids behind him that are at the college, like, hey, dude, take your mask off, bro. What are you doing? Watch it for yourself. I'm gonna uh, load it up for you right here. I, th I thought it was incredible. He's getting, he's getting kind of like fifty-fifty backlash on social media regarding this. You know, all the base conservatives and people that are about freedom understand what he was doing. All the 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 leftists and Democrats and everybody that's got a Ukraine flag in their in their profile picture, they're the ones that are like, you see, he's such an evil bully. He's telling them not to to, to take their mask off and. And all kind of stuff, and 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 they don't know what their health situation is. The point is, the masks don't work. The masks don't work. You're telling you they don't work. It's theater. So, uh, watch this clip for yourself. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So, if you want to wear it, fine. But this is a this is ridiculous. Hey, oh, that's my man, Ron DeSantis. It's ridiculous, you know. And again, he's getting backlash from the from the lefties, crying, saying like, "Well, you don't know who's immunocompromised, and this and this and that." And he said, like, "If you want to do it, do it." But he's keeping it 100 and telling you, look, they don't do anything. Okay, that's what that's what Ron DeSantis said. And I'm not saying this, Facebook. That's what Ron DeSantis said, and I'm just reporting on what he said. You got to watch his P's and Q's when you record these videos because they're going to try to take you off for quoting science, you know. So, yeah, shout out to Ron DeSantis on that, man. The haters can just keep hating. Who cares, man? Well, you know, we ain't worried about them haters. He's doing things the right way. Um. I got another video from him in regard to the same masking situation. And I'm not exactly sure where this came from and who the other gentleman is in the video, but he's talking about the legislation in Florida and how they're basically just getting rid of masks. And again, he's based, he comes with the data, he comes with the scientific knowledge and fact, and he's a, he's a pro America governor. He's a pro America politician. You know, these, these are the people that you want. They're elected by the people. They should have the best interests of the people at heart. And again, if you're somebody that's like like afraid to live life and you don't want to wear and you need to wear a mask, then then go wear your mask. You know, but don't talk about like science and being a science denier. When I when I can look at the data and those of us that don't want to wear it or we don't want to muzzle our kids any longer, don't look at us as if we're the bad people. Okay, we're we're making individual choices. This is America. It's not against the law. It's not harming anybody else. It's not killing grandma as much as you would would like to believe. You know, you can wear a mask anytime you want, all day, every day, driving in the car by yourself, swimming in the lake, whatever you want to do. Keep your mask on. Wear three, wear ten masks. All right. But Ron DeSantis is saying like it's not his position or his job to mandate the citizens of Florida and anybody in America to do that. So here's his, uh, his other video that was uh, pretty cool. Check it out.
simply relying on outdated CDC guidance when the experience has completely undercut that uh, is not really a, a reasonable thing to do at this point. And so this is the fresh guidance. And so for all the businesses, you know, we are recommending officially against force masking policies, particularly for retail workers and for people working in the services industry and in our hospitality industry. Every time I go to these places, I'll be in these big events and you have all these people having such a good time and the poor servers are forced masks. And I will ask them, mm -hmm. are you allowed to take the mask off? They say, not yet. They're all waiting for it. They all want to be liberated. They want to be treated normally. And in Florida, yes, this is based on science and data, but it's also the case that when you have health guidance that conflicts with the data that has the effect of creating a two-tiered society, that is harmful as well. And you don't want to have instruments of public health marginalize different communities of people based on their occupation or vaccination status or anything like that. So we're proud to be leading the way uh, yet again. I think this will make a positive impact. And so I want to thank you for uh, for being on the ball on this and putting out some stuff that I really think uh, will help uh, an awful lot of people in the state. Of yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ron DeSantis. He's the man. He should be our next president, if not for Trump. Um, and, and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe Trump can get in there in 2024. And then maybe Ron DeSantis can run it for the next two terms, 28 and 32. That, that sounds pretty good. You know, because that's actually very important dates, if you think about it, because the 2030 is when they're trying to change all this stuff to electric. But all that Green New Deal stuff, I think, is dead, you know, at least temporarily for now with the stuff going on in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, the 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 un not renewable fuels like oil and gas, man, and, and natural gas, it's like it's a necessity. Like, I understand the climate argument or whatever to a certain extent, but we're not technologically ready for that yet. OK, you, you got to power up these factories and stuff with coal and with oil. All right. And and again, what what does that even matter if. If the other superpowers in the world, like China and India, all these big industrial countries are still going to be using that. You're not really stopping, quote unquote, global pollution. They're just going to keep buying more factories and building more coal factories and, and using more oil and stuff and importing and exporting their products because we are no longer going to have that share of the market. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be kind of more realistic about this um, climate change. But again, shout out to Ron DeSantis. He is the man. All right. Uh, this next video I want to get into is an unexpected hero. This video I saw today, I was just kind of scrolling. Uh, I actually saw it yesterday, but man, uh, I kind of didn't really pay attention, but I watched it today and I was like, whoa. Uh, this was from, uh, uh, I believe it was uh, Art818 on Twitter. Uh, he's out in Cali too, man. Shout out to him. I got it from his feed. Um, and it's basically, it looks like a video from Mexico. and when we talk about the things in regard to securing the border and, and even like Ukraine, the border and Ukraine and these Eastern European countries have a big sex trafficking and human trafficking industry. And this is part of the reason why, like a lot of us that want to have our border closed and secure is, is to stop events. Like you're about to see in this video, we're supposed to be like, 
against human trafficking, kidnapping, taking care of our children, protecting them. This was something that Donald Trump did under his administration. I think he had the highest arrests and captures of human traffickers and, and human smugglers uh, of any president. And he uh, from the from the stuff that he built and the organizations that he built in the in the Justice Department. But um, <clears throat> this should make you cringe. But at the same time, it should really make you proud of this young lady who stands up for this other little kid. So let's watch it together. And uh, it's, it's, it's not meant to make, it's not meant to be a fear mongering video or anything like that. I think the, the general gist of this should be that there are good people and there are evil people in this world. And you're going to see an example of both of that. And also an innocent, there's the innocent defenseless people in this world. So it's a kind of a good synopsis of where we're at in America and in the world, morally speaking. Okay. So let's watch this video together. And I'll kind of narrate it. So you see the, uh, the girl here. You see the guy in the circle, this guy, he's on the phone. He's pretending like he's on the phone, but you see the car over there on the left the door's open. So he's got it open and there's a driver in the driver's seat waiting to take off. Okay. And you see the little girl there. She's just kicking it, trying to get some ice cream. And this guy's just lurking and see, and now watch the, watch the attendant here in the black pants. She looks and she notices him. She sees him like, Hey, who's this guy? There's something fishy here, you know? So she kind of knows what's going on. Again, I don't know what country this is in. It looks like a Central American or South American country, but she knows what's up. You see her body language change. She has her arms crossed now. She's like, okay, something's going on. And there's a pervert, like, you know, looking over her shoulder, trying to play it off. All right. So he gives the change and watch her. Look, she's like, okay, let me, let me make sure she's okay. She sees the guy moving towards her. And she's look at, look at this. Oh, nice save. That little girl doesn't even know. She just had her life saved. Let's rewind that a little bit. So there she is. There's the guy. And look, he, he's, he's trying to time it perfectly. Right when she walks by the car door, he's going to he's gonna throw her in. But look at her. She comes up and says, look, he's going to get her. Nope. Oh. And he tries to play it off. He just closes the door. But he's mad, though, you see. And she and she didn't even tell the little girl what she was doing or saved her from. Look, he's, he's looking back. He's looking back, trying to see, like, oh, man, what's up? And you see somebody was in the driver's side. So they were just about to jump in the in the car with the kid and run off and drive off and probably either do their own dirt with them personally, or, you know, there's a big sex trafficking billion dollar industry for these kids, man, these pedophiles. My wife said that girl is probably like eight years old. And look, she comes back. She's trying to take a photo of the, of their license plate and uh shout out to her, man. This young lady that saved that little baby, man. Yo, that's like, you know, almost brings you to tears when you see something like that. And again, that's a perfect example in the human realm here on earth, like good, evil, and the innocent. You know what I mean? It's like Jesus said in the Bible, like, you know, hey, if you mess with any of my little ones on out here, you you'd be better to be drowned in the ocean with a with a millstone wrapped around your neck than face my wrath if you mess with these kids. You see? And uh <clears throat> I mean, that was, that was just incredible, man. I mean, you know, you know, 
<laughs> it makes me want to put my kid in karate and stuff. I mean, you know, ain't nobody trying to get him or anything like that out here. But I'm just saying, though, it's that simple. That's broad daylight. This poor baby almost got snatched up off the curb and taken to uh, human trafficking or, or whatever. So, again, you know, evil is not very subjective. It's objective. What you saw right there was evil. You know, they were scoping out that little girl and we're going to put her in the car in broad daylight. And, you know, there must have been an angel on her shoulder or somebody tipped that, uh, the other lady working behind the, the, the ice cream freezer there that uh, uh, alerted her to what was going on and saw it, you know, with her third eye, her feelings, you know what I mean? Your conscious or something. She saw it. So <clears throat> shout out to her. All heroes don't wear capes. All right. So uh, that should be a lesson for you guys. Uh, last thing I want to talk about here, I guess I do have time moving kind of fast here, is that uh, protests are, are are allowed now in Canada. Now, Justin Trudeau, as you know, is a little punk tyrant from the Davos group, and he is the prime minister of Canada. And you guys all follow the trucker story, I'm sure, which has now been over with, except for the people that are in jail, except for the people that got their bank accounts frozen. You know what I mean? Except for the people that got their businesses shut down electronically and their trucks taken away and impounded. You know what I'm saying? So it's these kind of stories after the fact that you don't really hear about. You just think the stories are over because they cleared out the uh, the downtown area of Ottawa after the trucker event. But it's kind of crazy when you had him up there once this Ukraine-Russia conflict started. Justin Trudeau's on there talking about, well, we need to fight against authoritarian tyranny. What? Like, like you? So it's just hypocritical. And again, when you see these, these, these leftist leaders, they want to stand for certain protests and they allow that. Like he was kneeling for the Black Lives Matter protest back in 2020 in solidarity, right? With the black people, even though he was caught in blackface like 10 times. Okay. This is the same guy. What do I always tell you? Who's the real racist, right? The leftist. So he, he's kneeling for Black Lives Matter, <clears throat> and and then the truckers just want to be able to not lose their job and drive their trucks without this vaccine mandate, as if they're really harming anybody by driving around in their cab alone for, for days and hours by themselves. It doesn't make any sense. And he was, gonna, he was trying to fire all the truckers. But now all of a sudden, COVID's gone, right? I mean, you know, we have a new enemy to deal with, apparently. So the uh, all the, the leftist globalist agenda now is not uh, worried about is not worried about the Kobevi anymore, apparently. So maybe it's a good thing for the truckers at this point. But the point is, is that he had policemen come out there and move people violently. You saw the one old lady that got trampled by the police horse in Canada. You know, so it's kind of hypocritical when you have the Black Lives Matter you allow those protests and you're going to stand with them and come out. Then you have the, the mandate protest where you're hiding for weeks and then you send the police to come out with automatic machine guns when they don't even allow guns in Canada for these people and you move them out forcefully. And then now you have another uh, story of uh, the prime minister allowing protests for the Ukrainian people there. And I lost the, man, I lost the, uh, bear with me, but I want to show you. 
long, long story short, uh, they have this big march going on in Canada right now for in solidarity with the with the Ukrainian people, and they're they're blocking up like uh, several blocks of of Canada territory. But again, in this case, it's okay for them to do so. But the the kicker of the whole thing is that one of the main ladies that was uh, I forget what position she actually had, but she's high up there with Trudeau was one of the ones that was um, making announcements and, and speeches talking about how a, hey, it's not good for commerce. We can't be having these protests, yada, yada, yada. And, um, and she was a member or citizen of Ukraine. But what trips you out is that she ends up being caught on camera with the Nazi colors from a Ukrainian Nazi outfit. All right, so that's that's that was kind of crazy. And then she put it up on Twitter, or somebody put her put her picture up on Twitter with this with this Nazi organization colors and the writing on the things actually said like they're Nazi group, and she got all kind of backlash, and then they end up putting a different picture edited without it. Oh man, I wish I had that to show you guys. Damn it. Anyway, all right, I'm gonna have to add that to another another video. Sorry, guys, I, I don't have the video. I can't find it right now. I want to be on here wasting you guys' time. But anyway, um, thanks for watching the Pro One Seven Thoughtcast. It's gonna be kind of a short one today. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of really interesting. It's the topics and the news cycles are very, very slim pickings right now because everybody wants to talk about Ukraine, Russia, Russia, Ukraine. And again, if you haven't seen it yet, go make sure you go back and check the Pro 17 archives for the deep dive that I did on the whole situation. It's going to be eye-opening. A lot of facts that they're not telling you on the mainstream news media. All right. So always remember, Pro17.com stands for Proverbs 1-7, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. And God bless you guys for uh, supporting Pro 17. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.